Hello, listener. Welcome back to part two of our interview with Jacqueline. If you haven't listened to part one, go back to episode 19. Listen to it. It's wonderful. But this is where the shit gets real. Where it gets real. So, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me. Let's get back into it. Do I say where it's for? I say where it's for. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is supposed Somebody to be, else wrote um, it. This is a Yelp review for a ch- 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 um, Masa, which is one of the most expensive restaurants in Is that in New, New York? York? Oh, yeah, it is in New York. Actually, I'm sorry. I scrolled up too far. It's not for Masa. It's for Le Bernadin. Le Bernadette. Le Bernadette. Le Bernadette. Also a three-star Michelin restaurant for like the past 20 years. Wow. So who wants to pick a fight? Sure. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, this rev- it doesn't say. This is the exact sort of place that makes me lament the old New York. I'm all for the elegant crafted cocktails in a rustic and there will be blood mustache setting. <laughs> I will happily pay for a carefully crafted concoction mixed by a special mixologist. I am the queen of that jackassery, actually. But what (laughs) I cannot stand is a place that tries so hard. Totally turned me off. Like, doorman? On a Wednesday night at 8 p.m., seriously? Or you won't let me peek inside? Like, take my cell number and what, call me later? Sorry, but no. (laughs) I thought this practice went out of style with milk and honey. Lame. Just give me a smoky julep with a sprig of something special rare root. Charge me $18 and let me enjoy myself minus the retardedness. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> Better places to go in the city for this sort of thing. I will not be returning. Whoa. Oof. Oof. That's somebody because who's just, she's, that person just shouldn't be going to a place like that. Like, why would review, you even? The whole review is doorman and like, let me take Which, your cell, we'll call no you doorman. when we have space. It's a restaurant. Yeah. So like the whole review is just like I don't like understood what they were getting going themselves into for. But clearly not. Clearly not. <laughs> and if you like a doorman on Wednesday night, how dare you? How dare but they're just I'm like, like, I'm just like, like what if you don't have um, a place to go? Like there's probably not a place for you to you be don't have inside. A place to go? Why would the doorman be like, Yeah, go in and just like stand shoulder to shoulder and be super uncomfortable? People we are weird. Place. Yeah. People are weird, so weird and that's like just when, a when things don't go their way, kind of, of what sort of experience it is, and I think that happens a lot. Yeah, in it does. The restaurants is that people and then they'll don't write Yelp reviews about it. Yeah, they go in thinking that they're gonna have it all go one way. And you're like, but that's not where you came. Right. Like you didn't show up at that sort of bar right. or that sort of restaurant. So. Yeah. <laughs> like you know that don't is that is not the baby. experience that you were trying to have. No. Yeah. Or don't show up with a table of twenty people. And be flabbergasted that you can't right. get a seat when you didn't call ahead or make a reservation. Right. Like, right. there's just, you know, it's just some common sense. Know where you're going. Do some research. Common sense. We need some more common Do sense. Do some research, y'all. Ah. Oh. Well, that was great. That, well, was, that Yelp. was fun. That was Yelp. That was Yelp. That was a special those, themed those Yelp reviews. about fancy, fancy places. Fancy places that people don't understand. Yes. Didn't understand when they showed up. <laughs> and, like, 
There won't be a lot of pity for you. If you no, I don't feel bad for everybody you. Everybody has a phone that goes to space to tell you things. Like, right? send a signal up to a satellite and find out where you're going before you go. Yes. Yeah. And if I truly, if I walk into a place, I'm like, oh, not what I was expecting. I think that's probably my fault. Yeah. <laughs> right? Probably because my fault for not you, knowing. you actually take responsibility for things. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Fancy guys. that. Especially because it seems that. like this person showed up at that establishment on purpose. Like, they went there to have that experience. To have a certain experience. And, and didn't then put any effort into understanding. Yeah. Right. Well, if they don't have space for you, then that, they, they didn't need you that night anyway. They were probably Did doing great. Did you make great. a reservation? They are probably doing great. Oh, you didn't make a reservation? Right. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, we don't have space. That's fine. It's okay. We're not friends with them, so. <laughs> we don't like that person. No. We've decided. Do you vigilante tip? Like, if you're out with people who don't know what's up? Because I 100% have had to do this. Yeah. You mean, like, where I take responsibility you for go, the tip, You go back or and... I'm like, we have to do this. Literally both. I've had situations where I, like, wasn't confident in the tip that was left. And, like... I've gone back and looked at If I didn't pay the whole amount or if, like... Oh, yeah. I've totally, where I've gone back like, gone back and double-checked with yeah. the server. And, like, made it. Yeah. Made it right. Or the bartender. Like, I've done that with yeah. you. Fix the I'm difference. Like, tell me exactly what they oh, left Oh, yeah. You. And she was, she was like, what? And I was like, enough said. <laughs> Take this. Take this. Well, anyway. here you go. Here's well, more money. Well, it was... <laughs> I know. I'm not gonna argue to with you. Like, anything other than unequivocal, it was great. Yeah, means like it, no, take we're my good. Money. Take my yeah. money. Yeah, means like it was. And that great. is somebody that has been traumatized by the restaurant industry. Of yes. Yeah, my my mood is always, always my phone. It's true. There's only I'll been just be one like, time oh, that I'm, oh, I right. left my phone. I gotta go back in. Give me one second because I don't want to embarrass them, really. Sure. But I just go in and I will flip their receipt over and check their. I actually did that once with my father. Some cash from me, just like split the difference. My dad is like the. And this is actually how I discovered that my dad is an incredible tipper. I he's like my dad is like a really difficult person, Uh and he's he's very difficult to take out in public because he's like. This, he's like that grumpy old man that like has the shotgun and is like, get off my lawn, <laughs> fuck you. Like he's he's very like not, he doesn't like people. Yeah. He, he likes cats, but he doesn't like people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I we went out to, to a restaurant. He was being really hard on the server and like he's he always is and it's always so embarrassing. But then um, when they left, I went back and I opened up the checkbook to see and my dad had given a 50% tip. And oh, and I, since yeah. then I've right. since then I've gone back and I've looked at his checks. He always tips like crazy. It's and it was like a lovely That's surprise so awesome. for me. I was like, wow, you know how difficult you are, and you are willing to compensate. That's you great. Make it, you make it yeah. work. You get exactly what you want, <laughs> yeah. and you give them exactly what they want. Yes. Yeah. That's great. I feel like my my parents are really good tippers too. They consistently leave twenty five percent. That's really nice. And their thing is always like, well, we've stayed here and we've taken up the table. So, oh, that's a big know, one. That that's I somebody who really thinks about the like more. economics behind yeah. it. Yeah, it's really, it's really, really sweet to see. Yeah. And I think they've always been that way. Like they've gotten more savvy since right. they were like, oh my god, our daughter's in this industry. We right. should learn about it. But they've always tipped really well because that experience when I learned that was before I was in the restaurant industry. Right. And so. <laughs> I judge people after that. I'm like, you've been here. My mother would tip me 25%. Yeah. <laughs> My mother would be tipping more than this. Yeah. You need to, so. you need to live up to expectations. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Truly. Person. Exactly. I, I had that conversation with my mom because my mom's very much the type to like, 
like go out with for a big lunch with her friends and get all caught up and they'll be there at a table for eight to ten for like, for like three, three hours, or four right? hours right. and I, I definitely mm-hmm. had to have a moment where I was just like it's not like I'm like it's not a judgment on you being there it's just that like you have to compensate for the amount of time you're there because they could have had three more turns of those tables for just you. So like 20% at that point is like not enough. Not acceptable. You gotta gotta go above that. Right. Because of the amount of money they weren't able to get. Right. Because they couldn't seat someone else there. Right. Because that's surely a lot of one person section. Yes. And that's like that's not a joke. That's their whole day. And that's very real. You know that like if you sit there for four hours which I am very prone to Done do it. with Been my there. friends. You have to be conscious of the fact that they couldn't seat someone else there. So there's another check that isn't yeah. going to someone. You yeah. gotta up your game. You gotta take like what you think. I mean, like it's if it's not ten of you, if it's just two of you, mm-hmm. I'll do that. I'll take what I think the tip would have been on another round of this table and sure. try to add right. that and be like, I'll try to make up for like the table yeah. you didn't get. Or like pawn someone cash True, on top too. of what maybe you wrote on your credit card. Mm-hmm. Which Absolutely. you always tip out on. Yeah, of course. Always. <laughs> of course. Yeah, we've had, we had that conversation on. in our last episode um, where one of our friends, like, discovered some, like, management-endorsed things happening with, like, the server. The bartender handles all the cash and they, like, saw right. a situation where the bartender was just pocketing the cash. Yes. They didn't go into the pool with everybody yes. else. And was like, mm-mm. See, that's not, that's not cool. And to, like... fucked up. To just... Take because you're taking other people's money, yes, and they're working just as hard, if not harder, yeah. Yeah. than you are, and not getting paid what you are. You know? That's that's the big thing, especially mm-hmm. it goes it goes usually bartender on down. The average place, like a, the bartenders, mm-hmm. yeah. the most money, and then the servers, right. and then all back staff, runners, yeah. bussers, right, and then it it goes down from there. And like if you're Man, in a I tip make... out system and you're willing, like you're just pocketing it. Like, yeah, you're truly stealing from and from everyone. Else. I worked at a place where we had see we were, we would never steal from other people, but we had a whole system where because like the last person that would close would um, be the person that would take home all the cash, and they were supposed to claim it in the computer so that it would be distributed, like it would be like oh. deducted from your paycheck and then distributed. But we knew that if we did that, it would get taxed. So we had a whole like secret Venmo system. Where, like, you would, like, if you were the person that closed, you would claim, like, depending on how many regulars there were that night, like, 40% of your check or, like, 60% mm-hmm. of, of the cash, and, and you would pocket it, and then whatever was the overage, you would Venmo out to the other people that worked that night based on how many hours. Like, we had a whole system that the managers did not know about. Brilliant. It was, it was like, 100%. It takes a lot of trust. Yeah. And, but I mean, like, the reason it worked was because it was, like, all people that had been working in that industry for, like... It, like in that restaurant for years, mm-hmm. and then when I came in, they were like, "Oh, she's fine." Like, you know, yeah, like we can, yeah, cool. we can trust yeah. her. You were cool. Yeah, that's wow. That's because you never think about that. Like how, especially customers don't sit down and think about like how much of a percentage of what they leave you you're actually giving to right. someone else. Yep. You know? Yeah, that's never. I, I think I had some I, people ask me that point blank before. Like, this is all going to you, right? We were like, no. We're like no. <laughs> no, no, there's people getting ice for me. There's, there's yeah. people, there's people making r- the running dishes for me, for me. Yeah. bringing the food and expediters yeah. and, yeah. you know, sometimes, like, honestly, sometimes you gotta, you gotta lie just to yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. keep like a cut, like there's things so that the customer survive. doesn't know about. 
Oh, yeah. I guess that's what yeah. I know about. No. I, I worked no. for a place that was not pooled, but it was a pooled atmosphere where the managers would not let you stand around. You had to help everybody else. Right. Because, like, like if you help them and they help you, everybody makes more money. Mm-hmm. If, like, all, everybody serves essentially everybody. You have yeah. your section. If your section's good, you go help somebody else. And I had a table where, like, someone in that section had a table of, like, 18 and then another table. Right. So I dealt with that table so much because I had an easy section that day so, and they had a huge party so we were all like all hands on deck making yeah. sure this was all good and I had someone at that table like slip me a 10 and be like our server wasn't here this whole time this is for you and I was like sure and I just right. lied through my teeth being like absolutely thank you and I just <laughs> handed course. it to the server the next right. time I saw them because it's like that's not how that works right. and I know you feel like you're doing a cool good thing and I don't have time right now to explain to how explain this works. You and I don't want to like patronize you because I'll take that ten and I'll give it to that person. Yeah. And then they get that like everybody wins. I, d- I didn't. I got you like some refills on your root beer. It wasn't yeah. a big deal. I yeah. just made sure you were covered. But like sometimes you just have to be like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> it's, like, it's totally thing. cool. Like I don't have time, I, and I don't want to lose this tip by explaining to you that that's not right, how it works. Right. Because I want to get that person their money. And it's it's really it's works. really easy to like. So there's just so many things that can go wrong in a situation like that. And of course we talked a little, a little bit about this last week, but like, you know, if, if you are working with somebody that's like not adhering to the system and you're working with somebody that's like not cooperating, meaning they're taking more than they're allotted yes. or supposed to be, bitch, you will get caught. Oh, absolutely. You will get caught. Absolutely. <laughs> we all like conspired and got this one person fired <gasps> together. Yeah. And it was like a whole thing. It was like, yeah. But it, you have to. You, because it's like, you know, you it's like the, the betterment for the group. Yeah. Like we're, we're doing this for everyone. How much extra money are you really getting? I mean, yeah. Not like you getting pennies. like $10. Like was it worth that? Total, in a Cigarette shift. money. Like yeah. was that worth it for you to lose right. your job over? We knew. We fucking knew. It was like Just, this one new guy. And he was shady and said weird shit from this. I've actually mentioned about <laughs> he him. He said weird shit. Yeah, he said weird shit. Like, fucked up, like, serial killer shit. I, oh, I talked God. about him, I think, in another episode. <laughs> um, but we got him. He, he was definitely stealing our money, so we got him fired. But, yeah. Good. Super fun. Yeah. Good. As you should. Any kind of messed up situation. Yeah. Like, I got someone be fired. What? <laughs> tell me. Tell me. Tell me. I got our GM fired. That's what serious. Happened? Which is, like, kind of... That's- that's like that doesn't happen. Position. That is no. right. epic. What happened? So, Tell us everything. So by this point, I had been working at this restaurant. It was the sushi Brazilian yeah. restaurant, and um, I had been there for probably about I was there for a total I think of like five years. So this was probably like year four. I had mm-hmm. gone through the wine courses. They had fronted the money for all of that. Like they Amazing. were on my That's team. Great. They were on my team, and I knew that I had. They them were trying in my to get pocket. you to rise. Yeah. yeah, I knew that I had them in a good spot. And this manager was so awful, not to me, but to the people I worked with. And awful how? Like, he was rude and demeaning to the women on the staff. Always the women. And it would always yeah. happen, mm-hmm. like, outside of my earshot or sure. outside of my view. Because he probably I think respected he knew you. that or... if, if I found out or if he spoke to me that way, it was not going to go well for right. him. So, and then he was, like people who had been in with the company for years who were suddenly losing their regular shifts when that had been agreed upon that right. that's why they were staying and like 
there was a lot, like, everyone had been there for so long, and, like, you have that schedule because that's the schedule that works, works. for them and works for you. Yeah, it keeps the and restaurant so, cohesive. And he just thought, like, he was going to redo it all. And so he was there for probably about six months as the GM and was such an asshole. Like, such an asshole that I just tolerated him right. to this point. And so finally it got so bad that my coworkers were like, we're coming to you and we're nominating you as please be the voice of reason and go and talk to HR. Because it got to that point that, that HR had to get involved. <laughs> wow. So I called and I said, you know, I need to have a meeting with HR and I need the owners there and I need, you know, the support staff there, meaning like the AGM and stuff right. like that. Yeah. So we had a meeting and it was like that afternoon. We were calling it. It was like, Ooh. we're coming in this afternoon to talk about this. And so I sat down with them and I told them everything that everyone had said to me about how he was treating them and the schedules. And they said, okay, well, we'll take this into consideration. And I just knew the way that I heard that, that this was going to be like, thank you for telling us. We'll see if, you know, something happens. Mm -hmm. So I thought this is not enough. Okay. I said, you know, Thank you for taking all that into consideration. And one more thing that I think you really need to consider before we end this meeting is um, if he doesn't leave, I'm going to leave. And half of your staff will walk out tonight with me if you don't fire him. He was gone within three hours. Ooh. And he came into that staff meeting and was like, so this is going to be my last day. And you just saw this, like, flood of joy happen around the staff meeting of, like, yes, we all know, we know all about this. Oh, mess. my God, that was, like, epic. it was so insane. Wow. And then we all went on the floor that day. You better lay gone. down the fucking law. Don't yes. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me or my people. Or, like, I, and don't I'm going to take you down. That's, that's just, just like, not, it's such a, like, Napoleon right. complex. It's, like, yeah. somebody that just needs, like, they're in that position of power and they just get off on it. Like, yes. there's so many people yes. that are like that. And that's exactly so what sad. it was. Yeah. That's exactly what it yeah. was. And the lesson from that is we have a lot more power than I think we realize we do. Yeah. The restaurant Especially when you serve band together. To well, that's, what, that's why manage, managers and owners are so terrified of the restaurant workers unionizing. Like, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. the idea of a union is so scary to them because... Like, because there's a lot numbers. of us and there's power when yeah. we all get together and say, oh, this and is if your whole staff we're says, doing this. Yeah, we're not coming in for this. Then like there will be no service that night. Yeah. Right. You know who? Right. You know who doesn't know enough to serve at your restaurant? Probably your managers. Yeah. Yeah. Probably don't know. They're enough. not going to be able to take the whole be, restaurant by themselves. No. Do it. They can try. Right. Though. So like, if you have a legitimate concern and you're all together, like. You have yeah. a lot more power than anybody wants you to believe that you have. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And I feel like I was really fortunate because I was surrounded by, like, women who were GMs when I first started. So I was like, oh, I can totally say this and right. be heard. Mm -hmm. So it didn't occur to me that no one would listen right. at that point. And so I just felt like, well, no, I understand my value in this restaurant. And I'm just going to remind you. Yeah. That you need me and you need your other staff, members. especially when you get you to a, especially when you Closer get to a point where it's like you have enough experience, mm, right. you know you can leave that restaurant and get a job in five seconds anywhere yeah, else. Exactly. Like especially having gone through all the the training and everything that you'd gone through. Right. Like it's that's the thing is like it's it is not that easy to find a restaurant industry worker who really knows their shit. Like they're not as common, I think, mm -hmm. as 
you know, right? It's owners and managers. Things. It's easy to just find a body and yeah. help who's willing to take an order. But when and you maybe get, would be willing to learn. But. Yes, but having someone who knows what they're doing or has experience, like mm-hmm. and has experience in that restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you really think people want to like shut down the restaurant for a, an amount of time and retrain a whole new staff? No, and no. they want to shut it down when like the they need to redo the floor. <laughs> like. <laughs> Truly, they will not shut it down until they're about to get shut down for like any issue. Yes. Health you, department. I think comes you had in. A, you had one of these, didn't you? Like what? a story, like of like genuine danger. Genuine in a restaurant, danger. In a restaurant. Yes, yes. So there was a fire in the restaurant. Nope. Not even in the kitchen where you would expect a fire to be. I've seen a fire yes. in the kitchen where they're like, no, we're going to keep service going. We'll just put this out yes. at some point. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like fire in the oh kitchen. yeah. We'll figure it out. But like keep sauteing you know, all, the, all the scallops. Yeah, you sure. said where you are. We'll figure it out. <sighs> but this was, I was on the floor. So this was also at the sushi restaurant. And um, it was, it was dark in the section we were. You know, it was dark and like sexy. Of course. And uh, so I'm, uh, my back is to one of the banquets, which caught on fire. And there's a group there sitting, and I'm talking to my table. And this man who is across from me, and I'm listening to what he wants to order, suddenly is like shock on his face, and he's like, oh my God. And I turn around, and there's an electrical fire happening above the table's head above like the banquet and so it's happened because there was a dj booth and there was all sorts of wires that oh, i'm pretty sure, sure were not up to code but i would and freak out so this so was fire like, is this... going on so it's Where like above the ceiling it's like a foot above your head oh god if you're it's dining like a, at a table it's like a low like a ceiling booth. it's a low oh, ceiling oh, so low. No. and there's a fire and these people must have been so drunk that they're just like oh my god what is that <laughs> and i was like that would be me. I would be what? like, what? What is that? Yeah. I know, so New York. Like, there's a fire above my head. What? How rude. You know, like, that's inconvenient. I'm going to write a Yelp review about this. One star. I love the food. The roof was on fire. The roof was on fire, which sounds fun. And so, and then the person at the booth is like, oh my God, let's get some water. And I'm like, no, don't put water on the electrical fire. So I go, and, like, the guy who was sitting at my table was a volunteer fireman. So Ooh. he jumps up. That's and we're both, like, putting shit. this out with napkins. We're grabbing <laughs> napkins from the tables to put out the fire. And so we finally do. Management didn't come out. No one came out. No one saw this except for the people in that little section of the dining room. Oh, oh my God. God. And so, like, I'm breathless after all of this. And I run and tell the management, and I'm like, furious by this point that I'm handling all of this on my own. Where the fuck were they? In the office. Just chilling. There's supposed to be a manager on the floor. I know. I know. (laughs) I know they're supposed to be. For customer complaints or electrical fires. I know. Right? So so finally I go out there and was like, guys, there was a fire on the floor. And they're like, well, did you handle it? (laughs) No. How dare no. they? They're like, is it still I, on I would have been like, I quit. my shit on them. I was like, you, what did you just say to me? Did, of course I handled it because that's what I do. Because you're in here not doing your job. 
went off on them and then told them that I didn't want to hear any more shit from them and they just needed to get out on the floor and do their fucking job before I called HR on them. (laughs) Oh my god. So they came out and handled it and I like breathlessly walked back to the bar section to the bar back you know service station and the bar back just looks at me and goes yucky should I just let that shit burn. (laughs) <laughs> I know I know I just like in tears like I should have just let it burn I should have just You're run right. out you should have just, just, just run stroll to the manager's office and been like there's a fire there's no a I didn't fire. handle it drop my apron and leave yeah. <laughs> I didn't handle it you want to handle it fuck this the fire shit. there's oh. a fire I but you like, that my, my the tip will be quit. affected if this person gets burnt I know, that right? Is How so many times funny. I stayed on the floor knowing that I should have left, but oh, I was like, I everyone. need, I have to stay because my, I'm not going to get paid. I yeah. need this chat. And I yeah. need to like, I have to pay rent. I have to pay my health insurance. I have to like, I had a manager grab me and kiss me on the floor. No, what? no, yes. no. Yes. no. You want to talk about inappropriate? No. No. No, 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 like drunkenly slamming on the bar like Jacqueline. Get over here. No. Get over here type of thing. And I'm like, I have to go there because my drinks are there. I have about $3,000 on the floor between four tables Did he get fired too? No. What? No. No. That's awful. It's terrible. He grabbed me. My tables were like, come over here. Do you need help? When you're, yeah. when, when your tables table, are advocating for you more than your HR. and immersed in their own conversation, notices that you were Was he off the clock being, or was he drunk? No, he was on the clock. Okay, cool. He was, he was on the clock. Cool, cool, Great. cool. Even better. He was on the clock. Yeah. And uh, finally, again, I had to go back to the manager's office and be like, get the fuck out here. And they were like, what, you know, giving me some smart ass remarks about like, well, don't you like that? And was like. What? So I reamed them a new asshole and called him like a child and every. Oh my god! The, wow. the theme of your wow. time in the restaurant industry is just like telling everybody they're a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, you're an asshole and you're an just asshole. Just like if you push me, do not push me. Uh-uh. I will get. You I was fired. so furious. Again, was like, if you don't get out here and handle this and put him in a cab, I'm calling HR and I am saying that you were all complicit in this. Which they they were. They absolutely were. I mean, even making a joke about it is completely unacceptable. Yes, exactly. Completely unacceptable. Which also, I mean, now, of course, I would never let that happen. Right. But I was also like, I'm 26. Yeah, you didn't know what else to do. I I just started in the restaurant industry. You know, I've, yeah, so that was one. Which he then, you know, got thrown into a cab and... Oh, sent home was and then sent not punished, of course. And not punished. And, and did he apologize? Did he remember? Well, he didn't remember any of it. Of course. Of course not. He didn't remember any of, of it. Of But not. he knew that something had happened because then we worked together the next day. So, of course, I just walk into the manager's office and, like, post myself up on the door, well, the door frame. It's like, oh, hi. It's been a while since I've seen you. He was like, yeah. And I was like, so how did that sake tasting go last night for you? He was like, oh, I got really drunk. Uh-huh. How did the rest of the night go for you? So he understood that there something, that something had, happened. had happened that was inappropriate. And, you know, I think he woke up with that, like, blank shame. Yeah. For sure. Like, you know you, you fucked you up. You know you fucked up. You know you were super remember. drunk at work and you, you had to ask. Oh, gosh. 
But that's even worse because he's got this like plausible mm-hmm. deniability because he's like, well, I don't know what happened. Brett Kavanaugh. Well, it's okay. His like wife that's left li- him. That's and, literally like, what Brett Kavanaugh. So I'm like, I don't care. Your wife left you. You lost your job. Whatever. You're sowing <laughs> seeds. Like, Mine was just another <gasps> seed you sowed that you reaped. Damn. You seed. Oh yeah. God, I would. I don't know what the, I would the do. The best revenge is to watch their life fall apart from afar. Like, yes. Bye. That is. I mean, I know it's terrible, but like, I won't wish you ill. But if I witness ill fall upon yeah. you, You're I'm not going to be sad about it. Yeah, you, you deserve it. They Ill. never said anything about that. No, they never. They never. There's no rule about. They never said anything about it. About blind glee at someone else's <laughs> misfortunes. Someone, someone who has harmed you, falling into misfortune on their right? own accord. Yeah. Right. I'm like, yeah. that's pretty bold. That's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's beyond bold. That's like, I can't even, ugh, that's ridiculous. That's I know. I once had gross. a manager invite me to the corporate apartment. No. Under the what? guise that we were going to do a tasting with a regular customer there. Oh, come Which isn't on. like, what? Which, you know, like, it's not working in the wine world, it's not that uncommon to have, like, customers who want, like, you to redo their cellar, to redo, you yeah, know, that of sort course. of thing. So they, so, you know, not that anyone is at fault for like going with someone that they trust to right. say like come with me to this event which is how he played it was like right. it was an event and I had finished work and I was like oh my god it's so late and he was like it's fine you know there's gonna be tons of people there and I'm like okay great we walk in it's the corporate apartment and it was empty You're there's kidding. just a bed You're and kidding. like champagne Time in the fridge and I was go. like I walk in and he shuts the door and is like what's going on and he was like, well, I figured we could just come up here for a drink. You're kidding. I was like, he fucking led you there under yes. false pretenses. Yes. Oof. And I was like, that's really I, bad. I think I should probably go. And he was like, no, it's fine. Just stay for a drink. He's like, well, you're my boss. And da, 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 da. You shouldn't have to explain so this to pouring, you. So he's pouring. Like, he leaves to the kitchen. He leaves to go get the champagne. And I was like, now's your chance. I race. I just left. Oh, yeah, fucking hot ass, dude. I was like, I have to go. That, uh, I would have done the same thing. Clearly brought me up here to try and sleep with me. Oh, of course. And is going to try oh. and make me feel bad oh, about we'll, we'll not use... wanting to sleep with them. Right. Who I'm like, I never. And then hold and then hold it against you. And like, yes, like I will, like I'm an asshole. Wow. Damn. This episode yeah. has gone in quite a direction of we talked general about harassment actual fires. Um. <laughs> Firing. 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 And then people that should have been fired. I truly (laughs) thought getting a GM fired was going to be the craziest story of the episode, but it wasn't even close. It was a casual warm-up. And at the time, Very timely conversation. My roommate was a manager at Starbucks, the the old one that was in Union Square. Mm -hmm. And so he would be there till like four in the morning. And so I didn't know what to do, and I didn't want to... I was like in such a state of shock. I was like, am I supposed to get on the train now and go home? Do I call my boyfriend to right. tell him what just happened? I don't understand. And so I just ran to Starbucks and was like, I know he's managing tonight. I was like, hi, is Brandon here? And he was, they were like, uh, it's like 3 a.m. And they're like, sure. And they go and get him and he comes out and he's like, you were in such a state. I was just like, I don't know what just happened, but I have to take this girl home. Yeah. Because she's clearly upset about something. Oh, my God. Did you continue working there? Yeah. With that manager? He got fired shortly after. Cool. He got fired shortly after. But I did tell our GM, who was a woman, that I was no longer comfortable working with him. 
on shifts where he was going that to probably be. helped that put probably the nail in. He, he probably was already goals to be like well, what's going on here? yeah, yeah. Going he probably on? was on the way out i mean that was the same that, that was how i got the, the my co-worker fired is like me you and, got a fire too? yeah yeah yes. I, got, I got a co-worker fired because me like me and this girl went to management and we were like hey neither of us want to be scheduled with him anymore and we didn't say anything more about it so then they started watching the cameras and like paying attention to yeah. what was going on and then like within two weeks he was fired it's all like sometimes you don't even have to say like hey, this person should be fired. Sometimes all you have to do is be like, hey, I just don't want to work with this person anymore and not mm-hmm. say anything else about it. And then people will be like, ooh, why? 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 What's going on? Why do they not want to work with them anymore? Yeah. Let's find, find out. out. for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and in a lot of those situations, Let's seeing Nancy it Drew with their own shit. eyes is yeah. going to be like, oh, well, now I can't deny that I saw that. Right. It's true. And I think when people already have it in their brain, like something's a problem, then they're more willing to witness it and say something about it. Right. Yeah. So if like, they oh. technically discover it because they were tipped off. Yeah. Right. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Have you ever gotten anyone fired? Um, no. No? No, I have not. I'm, I'm, I'm a boy. I have, <laughs> I have not had my physical safety endangered at any of my places of work. Yeah. Except that, like, one time someone had been fired and I took his job unknowingly and he showed up two weeks later to try to get his job back. That was fun. That's at that awkward. point, I had a, I had moments where I was, oh no, it was like we were open, and he and the executive chef were like screaming at each other in the kitchen, <gasps> which is like blocked off by like an open curtain, so nope. it's like air, so nothing. So like people were in this pretty small restaurant, like listening to like a shouting match over like the. And it was music. like a prominent restaurant, like like it was like a neighborhood restaurant where like a lot of celebrity people lived, and Stop there was like it. there was like some. Have high like some heavy I, I rolling truly, people that I would a, go there. Some, like, I had a table that was like in there. Yeah, I had a table that was like, is everything okay? And I, I just went. And, and this was my f- second job in New York. I'd been here for like four months, and I oh, think God. I was truly like, I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, do you want dessert? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know if it's fine. Coffee? Would you like to stay? Find out? I'll get you some popcorn. That's I'm sure it's amazing. Fine. I'm sure it's fine. And then he started I doing, uh, once we closed and people left, he started doing coke off the bar. <gasps> yep. I was counting money. Yep. Is that a thing now? Do people still do coke like on the floor? On the floor? On the floor. Oh, on like, the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like I, in the restroom. Yeah. Like, is never, that still a thing? It's definitely still a thing. Yeah. yeah. I've never worked someplace so unsupervised that you could really get away with that with people. I've worked places on that that could happen, but, like, nobody I was working with. Yeah. I've worked with people who, like, could get away with drinking a lot. I would never do oh, cocaine In, like, non-camera areas. Yeah. And then, like, towards cocaine, the end of the night, it's like, oh, I would only do cocaine if I'm, like, going out to a club. Like, never on the job. Because, like, your jaw it. starts going crazy. You, you get sniffling. Weird. You get fucking weird. You look, you look I will drink crazy. on the job all day. Because I'm actually, like, cool when I'm, like, a little bit buzzed. It's when I get past the point of buzz when I start getting, like, annoying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I, you're my, like, why am I yeah. here? My I meter my of no fucks goes to, uh, now I'm going to show you. Yeah. Where people will be like, this didn't work out. And I was like, oh! <laughs> It's, it's I know. A, it's such a fine line, too. Because guess, like, I'll be right back. Let me, I forgot. I 100% forgot. I'm I'll be sorry. Right. My I'm bad. I'm totally my bad. Forgot. You're still tipping me, right? But don't okay. you feel like, like that? You'll be pouring a beer like, and be like, this is the beer. Not that beer. This beer. And people are like, yeah. you are wasted. What's wrong with you? But I feel like you almost have to just acknowledge it and get to that point. Yeah. In order to, because if you're like, oh my God, I didn't mean to. Th- you're oh like, God, you're so making sorry. it such a big yeah. deal as opposed so to being like, you're right, I'm sorry, I totally messed up. Let it's me correct so. that for you. See, you're like, I'm I never good. got my lesson touch. I'm like, you sure did. But I used you to be 100% able... You 100% did not. I'm so sorry, you're right. I'll you did right not. I used to be able to do my job so well and remember shit when I just had like 
two glasses. Like I used to, this is so bad. I used to keep Prosecco in like a little um, coffee cup. Like a little water. Sure. Next, oh, it's okay. We've all done that. Next to the register. <laughs> and I can say this now because I'm no longer in the restaurant industry. So whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I used to keep it in the little coffee cup and I would just sip on it slowly. It would keep me buzzed, like a solid buzz throughout the night, but not, I, I was such a pro. I knew how to like not get it to the point where I was just over the line and wasted and like forgetting shit. It was like, just at the point where I was like cool and like yeah. cracking jokes. You were fun. <laughs> and I was fun. Fun bartender. I'm in, I'm in such a better I feel mind. like I just instantly, as soon as, if I have one drink and I'm doing something that I'm not 100% about, I'm instantly like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> truly. So I, truly. Couldn't, I couldn't drink on the floor and it's I learned that tol- really quickly. It's, it's like, totally oh, depending oh, on the person. Can't. But I would have my one little shift drink, little shift drink. Yeah. It was a big shift drink. But, but I would start it the hour before we would close because right. the sushi restaurant would close at 2. You did, that. You did that at the place we worked at, too. Yes, I would. Yeah. Yes, I would. And I used to fill your I wine glass start, all the way mm-hmm. up. Yeah. I was like, here's your like, two glasses of wine just, and one glass. Like, thank you. <laughs> well, you know, and I would just... Oh, no, you were a maker's girl for a while. Maker's, yeah. Yeah. I would just get a double maker's or something. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Just little sips. Yeah, just little sips. But this one was, at this restaurant, I could hide it behind the computer. So I would yeah. still, like, people would be gone and I'd be the only person on the floor for like two hours right which was great because you make so much money but it's like I'm exhausted we're not closing for another two hours and it was that kind of place like if the person walked in at two you have to give them the the full full experience so I wouldn't get out of there till three or four but I would always have um vodka soda vodka with a splash of soda and a splash of yuzu because mm, the is so strong. Yum, yum, yum. That's so tasty. Sip on that all night. Well, thank you so much for coming in. This thank is you for having me. So many stories per minute. Like, we've really. So, we, gone this all was the way a great episode. This uh, was so I guess, gonna have to that's a good out. material. Our word <laughs> of the like, day is going to be Evu, um, I think. Evu. Extra virgin olive oil, y'all. Huh? Absolutely. If you see it, if you hear it, now you know what it you means. You know what it means. Oh. And do you have like a recommendation of like a bar? Or yeah, your favorite you place. Love? Oh, that I love. It's like to a go-to go. that you're just like anywhere in the city. Just we've, I think we've hit most of the borough so far. Yeah. Oh well, I I don't go here as much anymore, but I really really love them because I don't work in that area anymore. But um, I used to go to um, Cork Buzz all the time in Union <gasps> yes. Square. Yes. Sure. Cork Buzz. It's Cork. it's owned yes. by a master sommelier. Yes. 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 What's the one and of the youngest uh, master sommeliers in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. Um, they're all awesome. But after ten o'clock they do the champagne campaign, which is all of their champagne is fifty percent off. <gasps> Probably because they they can't keep it for the next day. Yeah. So yeah. So that's, oh, no. you can go in and buy a bottle unopened, Shut all up. that stuff, whatever it is. That's a champagne that. campaign. Champagne campaign. That's great. You better work pork buzz. I've yes. never actually been there, but I remember I took when when I got my psalm thing. Uh-huh. I, she was one of the teachers. Yes. And she and and the class yeah. was kind of near her restaurant, and I I always was like, oh, I gotta go check it out. But yeah. Yeah. You Soon. should check it out. It's a lot of fun. All right, y'all really go to pork buzz. buzz. Union Square. Mm-hmm. Union Square. Well, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, this was so fun, Jackie. It was so good to see you guys. Yes, this was great, and thanks for the. The Loire Valley Cremant. Cremant. Cremant de Loire. Yes. And as always, tip your goddamn server. Tip your fucking server. Tip everyone. Tip, tip everyone you see. Everyone. Tip, tip, tip. Just tip, tip people on the street. Thank yes. Subway. <laughs> just throw out your bills. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.